Hey everybody, my name is Tara Acosta and welcome to the Street Smart side of business. Today we are featuring a local Philadelphia entrepreneur, Teresa Blakely. Teresa owns a store here in Philadelphia. Her store is filled with really cool, unique clothing items and accessories that you guys would love. So please join me in welcoming Teresa and let her share with us her entrepreneurial journey. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Good. Very good. Thank you so much for joining oh, me thanks today. thanks for having me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, so, you know, as well as being a fellow entrepreneur, we're neighbors. Yes, of course. We're business neighbors. Yes. Um, so I was hoping that you would be interested in sharing with us your journey in mm -hmm. business and you know, we'll just kind of chat about it and you can share your experience and, you know, tell me and tell anybody else that's watching or listening. Okay. All about what it's like to be a fashionista. Okay. Um, and so, you know, tell us a little bit about, about Vamp, first of all. Well, Vamp is like my baby, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I, I stumbled across, like, opening up Vamp. I mean, I always wanted to have, like, maybe a boutique, but... You know, when I was in Main Street, I always used to go to Main Street and like get my nails done, you know, get coffee or whatever. I just happened to walk down the street and a business was vacant. And I was like, should I open up like the store right here? And at the time, my daughter was a toddler and I was having trouble like with daycare and everything. Yeah. So I wanted to like, I was thinking like, maybe I could just bring her with me if I open up a store. I didn't have like all the funds like to open up a boutique yeah. like I wanted to. So, you know, I decided like, why don't I give it a shot and just like open up, it's like a consignment store. Yeah. And that way I didn't have to come up with like all the capital. Sure. I could use like my own money and wouldn't owe like anybody for any loans or anything. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so that's what I did. So did you always know that this is what you wanted to do? Like, did you go to school? Well, I had a retail background because like, ever since I was in like high school, I worked in retail. Okay. So I knew I loved retail. Yeah. I did go to school like for um, business. Like I took like two years just to, you know, find out about business and everything. But I didn't know at the time what type of business I was gonna open. Sure. But since I love retail, I mean, it made sense just to open a retail business. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I mean, and, and that's pretty amazing that you were kind of like drawn to this Main Street area mm -hmm. in Philadelphia. And, you know, you always felt like you wanted to be here. You had this desire and then poof, the space opens up. Yeah, exactly. And I love Main Street. I mean, Maniunk is always like, I mean, of course, it's a city vibe, you know, but it's also like a hometown vibe. So it was like yeah. a little bit away from the city. I didn't want to be deep in the inner city, but I did still want to be in the city and in Philadelphia. Yeah. So you're the founder, you're the, the sole founder. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever had any business partners or anything like that? I've never had any business partners. It's just not for me. Okay. I want to be the one who makes like all the final decisions. So yeah. solo. <laughs> no, and it, it's working. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about what it was like in the beginning. Um, did you bring your daughter to work with you? I want her to work with me like every day. So, but at the time I opened, it was a lot of small businesses right near me mm -hmm. and they all had small children and most of them 
for their kids to work also. Yeah. So like all the kids would play with each other. Yeah. And like it was it's like they came to school because they all knew each other. They would all be outside together. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah, so it worked out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I know for me we we kind of grew up in my dad's barber shop. So okay. we were always so you the know. kids that were around, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, that's awesome though. So how long have you had Vamp now? I've had Vamp now for 17 years. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's been a minute. Yeah, that yeah. really, I mean, that's great. You are a successful entrepreneur. Oh, thank you. Likewise. I mean, <laughs> listen, I love shopping in your store, you know. Aww. I'm always like, what'd you get in? You look so good at everything. So. <laughs> oh, thanks, girly. But so, okay, with Vamp and, you know, building this business for 17 years, mm -hmm. what do you feel was your biggest struggle? The biggest struggle for me, like, as I said, I opened as consignment. Mm -hmm. So as the business grew, like, it was hard to move forward because I didn't have, like, I would have one item of each thing. Right. Or I would have to wait until people bought merchandise in in order for me to sell it. Sure. So that's when I started thinking, like, maybe I need to start bringing in some new clothing. Okay. Like, so that, you know, if you have new items, then you could have a hundred of the same items. So right. you could, you know, sell more of it if people liked it. Absolutely. So you, like, overall kind of changed your business model. Yeah, slowly I did. No. Yeah. So it was slowly, like, so at that point did you end up having to go out for funding or you know was it just at a pace well, where you could afford without having to do that I slowly transitioned so no I didn't go out for any funding I okay. slowly transitioned it and what I did was when I first started it would be just a corner of the store was new clothing just to get a feel for what the customers would like yeah. and you know yeah what so you know what would sell so yeah. and then it was like one side of the store was all new clothes and then right. you know the other side was like designer consignment so and slowly i just transitioned it to it was like no consignment at all yeah no mm -hmm. that's awesome i mean and that's just so like sustainable and a smart way to like dabble into something without getting it over Yeah, I didn't want to just jump in, but yeah. I definitely wanted to move forward with it. Sure. Yeah, no, some people are, you know, jump runners and, <laughs> and some are a little more cautious. So mm -hmm. it's really what works for you and your personality and your life. Mm -hmm. So aside from clothing, um, you have accessories. Yes, we sell accessories. Sometimes we bring in shoes, but only shoes that complement the clothing. Okay. Um, we also bring in, now we have skincare in the store. Oh, cool. Yeah, and actually, like, one of the skincare lines is very new, and, like, I started it myself. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. So Congratulations. We do have, like, thank you. So What's we, it called? It's called ABS Skincare. Okay. So cool. we do have, like, some in-house brands, too, that yeah. we, you know, sell, and we're just starting to move forward with maybe selling it wholesale also. Oh, that mm -hmm. is so exciting. So how, like what made you then diversify into that? Well, I always wanted to bring like skincare in a store and I was looking for, you know, a lot of different brands that was like affordable and also, you know, that was either all natural or vegan friendly. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't finding a lot at the price point, you know, that I wanted to bring it in. It wasn't like, you know, it didn't make sense to me Yeah. because, you know, the markup on it, like, you know, for the wholesalers selling it to me, I wouldn't make much profit off of it. Right. So it didn't make sense because in my store, every like every square foot of the store needs to make sense. Sure. You know, it needs yeah. to make a certain amount of money. So 
I didn't see it with that, but I still wanted to bring it in. And I always, you know, dibbled and dabbled in natural skincare products. Cause my mom, she used to like make her own products. She never used to like go to like stores and oh, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So it kind of was awesome. like in our family. She would yeah. make like body butters for us when oh, we were young. Awesome. So that's you know, so I kind of cool. yeah, I kind of already knew like some of the ingredients that I wanted to use. Yeah. Yeah, you knew what yeah. kind of worked for you. Yeah, exactly. So, and if you see my mom, she's like 80 years old and her skin is like Amazing. so good. Everyone thinks she's so much younger. <laughs> so it's been working for her all these well, years. I'm going to get some of that, for sure. <laughs> now, with your, you know, whether it be your skincare line or your accessories or your clothing, are you more like going to trade shows or how, how are you finding like, so I always feel like your store has such cool things. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I go to all the major trade shows. So I go out to Atlanta, Vegas, I go to LA, I you know, I go to all of them and I just, you know, basically walk the floors and look for new brands. Mm -hmm. And I mean, being in business so long, we already have the brands that we work with, right. but I always go there to scout like new brands. Yeah. And when you're in business so long, brands reach out to you. So, right. you know, you don't have to do as much work in finding new brands because every day in my email, it's new brands that, right. yeah, Knocking reaching out, out your door. yeah, for us to carry their line. Absolutely. So it makes it easier. Now, do you feel like, um, your biggest sales happen from like your Instagram page? Like, are you able to track that? Like who's kind of following and who's clicking on your link from there? Yeah, we can follow that, but it like fluctuates. Like for us personally, like our social media, sometimes it'll be up, it'll bring in business. Sometimes it'll be dead, it'll bring in nothing. Right. So it's retail is all over the place. I mean, you hear people saying they have the perfect formula and they can tell you how to do this and do that. But really, I mean, retail, it's like, it goes with your environment. It's yeah. like different aspects. So it's hard to like, pinpoint sometimes sure. I mean we can track a lot of the information but it's hard to like be spot on specific have you ever done like where you're doing like the paid for ads with social media we tried that we didn't see it wasn't, a lot. Really, no, it wasn't really for us yeah. I mean some people it may really work well that's why I was curious and yeah. that's something I would like to kind of ask you know a lot of people just if it's worth like if you, in your experience, it was worth the money put out to like boost your ads and all of that stuff in yeah. your specific industry. Not for us, but we didn't like try for a long period of time. So you yeah. can't really say, cause maybe if we had kept going with it for a while, maybe it'd have been better, so. Did you like specify a lot of times you can kind of, you can kind of narrow down your audience? Yeah, we actually did both. We narrowed down our audience and then we also, let like you know whichever platform we were working with like choose like it Take for us too so we yeah. try both ways yeah and in your industry it, yeah you can do that you know yeah. i'm in a service business so it's harder um, yeah it's, it's a little different in the mm -hmm. service industry you want to kind of localize you know yeah yeah because they're actually coming to you for yeah, the service exactly exactly mm -hmm. so there's no point in you know throwing ads across the country yeah. You know. <laughs> so you were saying that your daughter started a yes, store as she well recently now. started a store. It's called LeeHarvey.com. Okay. And it's doing really well. And it's actually like a younger version of Vamp Boutique. It's okay. like really unique pieces, you know, for 
like the um, teens and the late teens, you know, the 20-something-year-olds, yeah. and even like 30-something-year-olds, you yeah. know, they're, you know, still out there having fun. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. I mean, we carry some of those type of pieces, but only probably like 5 to 10% of the store, okay. sometime on occasion. But, like, her whole website is that, and it's actually doing really good. She's doing a lot of, like, all the marketing and everything herself. And That's when I incredible. say she's like... I don't know where she gets it from. She's like a, a little oh, marketing genius. I don't genius. know where she gets it from. <laughs> Hello, mama. Yeah. She's following her mama's footsteps. Yeah, she's really good at it, too. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. so awesome. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah, you gotta check it out. Oh, I definitely will. You know that. <laughs> Um, do you, like, does she come to you for advice or for she help? She does. Yeah. She does. Like, sometimes she'll come to me, like, for, you know, just, like, customer service questions, like, how should she put this or what, you know, should her policies be or something like that. But, yeah. or she'll ask me sometimes, like, an opinion on, like, some of the buying. But for the most part, like, she's diving in and she's doing a lot of it just, like, on her own. That's like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. She has her mama's work ethic, too. So. Now, for her, is that something she, she's she been wanting to do? No, or she kind of fell into it? It's actually not anything she wanted to do. Um, she actually, you know, is in school right now taking part-time classes for, for nursing. But, okay. I mean, she never was on social media, really. And then she popped up and just decided, you know, I'm going to make, like, a TikTok. And she went up there within, like, two weeks of being up there, like, her videos and everything was starting to go viral. Yeah. And people were like asking her so much, like, where'd you get this? Where'd you get that from? Where'd you get this? And I'm like, instead of like, you know, sending them to other places, you need to just, exactly. you know, start opening up your own store yeah. and like direct them to that. Absolutely. And yeah, so she started out with like a couple pieces that she actually, you know, was wearing so because she always went to the shows with me anyway since right. she was like 10 years she old had, like the taste of it yeah so she yeah, already she knows. grew up in the store exactly she grew up in the store she's always went to vegas with me to shop the shows so you know she started picking out pieces herself yeah. and they're doing really well she has a good eye that's awesome mm -hmm. that is so exciting <laughs> Especially it's new and it's fresh yes, and you know, there's yes. something about that, like that excitement that mm -hmm. comes with something new. Um, so for her, I mean, even just like getting her business set up and like her, you know, her EIN number and all that stuff, was that like intimidating for her? Um, I don't think it was really intimidating because she had me to help her. Yeah, so she's So like, it wasn't this. as intimidating for her. and. She's just like a person who like once she sees something she wants to do, she's like laser focused. Yeah. And she just gets it done. Yeah. So she's always been like that yeah. since a small child. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So jumping back to you, um, you know, I follow you on Instagram. Yeah. You always have a great like great content filling oh, your page. I need to do better with it. Yeah, you do great. You do. But you posted something, um, I don't know. It was probably a couple months ago okay and it captured my attention and it was you taking your entire store down and putting in all your new inventory and relocating everything oh, and, you know yeah. giving it like a nice fresh video. vibe and i believe um your caption was i i turned down i did no i didn't want a 20 no i'm lying i didn't want a nine to five 
so I can have a 24-7. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people think like when you're an entrepreneur, they're like, oh, well, I mean, you could do what you want, basically. You can set your own hours. I mean, it's kind of true, but then again, like you go home, you're working sometimes, yeah. you know. Sometimes, you know, I'm like, getting coffee, I'm answering text messages or emails real quick on my phone. So it's like you're you're still working even when you're not working. Oh, yeah. There's, you know what there I mean? Is, you're never off. Yeah, exactly. You're never at, like exactly. the buck stops at you. So. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's some things like you know that no one else can do for you. Like you have to actually do yourself. So, or yeah. even if someone else is doing it for you, you still have to oversee it. So it's like, you know, you're still working. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, um, do you have any regrets falling into this line of business like you did? I don't really have any regrets. I can't really think of one regret because, like, I mean, it's something I wanted to do. And I always feel like, you know, you only live once. Yeah. So if it's something you want to do, you should just dive into it and just do it. And I mean, if it works out, then wonderful. If it doesn't, then just try something new, you yeah. know? Yeah, you can always, you know, the biggest regret is not trying. Exactly. You, you know, always wonder, like, know. what if? So, yep. no, I don't have any regrets. That's awesome. Absolutely. Now, your 20-year-old self, what would you... Oh, my gosh. How long ago was that? No, no. <laughs> it's like yesterday. <laughs> Maybe two days ago. Um, what would you tell your 20-year-old self? Like, what would you, you know, especially given the whole crystal ball factor, what would you tell yourself to would, do it, to pivot, if need be? I would probably tell my 20-year-old self probably to, you know, just do what you want to do as soon as you know about it. Because, like, I hesitated for a while because I was doing other things. And... I mean, I would have just dived into this. And not only dive into this, like I wouldn't have waited so long to do certain things, like so long to do our online store like I did. I wouldn't have waited for that. Like as soon as I came up with an idea, I would just go for it. That's yeah. what I would tell my 20 year old self. Just, yeah. just go for it. You know what I mean? If it doesn't yeah. work out, it doesn't work out, but yeah. just go for it. Absolutely. No, I, I mean, that's that's great advice because mm -hmm. a lot of people kind of him and haul and wait and you know and you definitely want to go for it yeah you want to do exactly. it wisely you know make sure like i i feel like you know just for the situation that you were in and being a, a young mom and mm -hmm. starting out your store and not wanting to take on all this debt first um i i mean i really respect how you started your business model oh, thank you and then pivoted it as time went on when you saw that you could, mm -hmm. you know? So what what's lined up for your future? Do you have anything else up your sleeve or are you just gonna like keep on nurturing BAMP? Well, for the future, I mean, I just wanna grow like our online business and I wanna just keep working on this skincare business that I started. Yeah. That's mainly what like the future holds for me. It's like really going to the online and focusing more on that. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Now, do you do all your shipping yourself? We do, we did have a third party shipping company that was helping us. It wasn't working out, okay. so we're looking for someone else. But I do have people that help with the shipping. Okay. But we do it all in house, like okay. all our shipping ourselves. Okay, mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, because I, you know, it's the labor of love. Yeah, like, yeah. It really is, and just you know, a lot of people are 
kind of be interested in like what how exactly does that work like if you're you know shopping online and you want this piece like does it come specifically from your physical store you know yeah like all of ours do like all of ours do like i mean maybe not inside the store right but i mean like we do have like a a small storage space with like you know, multiple items because we have a lot more inventory now that we sell online also. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, either, you know, people that work for me, they're the ones who are actually filling the shipping. We're not doing like any third party shipping or any outhouse shipping. Okay. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then how has your success been? So you've been in the same storefront through mm -hmm. this duration, right? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that speaks volumes because especially through the pandemic. Yeah. And how, how did you manage with that? I mean, luckily with the pandemic, like we had just started online, our um, shop online pickup in store feature. Okay. So we had added that right in, um, I say like October of the prior year because we were trying to get ready for Christmas. Yeah. And um, that like really helped us a lot because with all the contactless shopping and all of that, yeah. we already had like a system set up for that. Yeah. So we were able to like sell a lot of our merchandise online and just have people come to the front door and just pick it up. You know, we brought it out to their cars. We did some drop-offs because we also had like, um, you could shop online and have home delivery if you paid right. a certain amount. Okay. So that, like if you spent a certain amount, so that like worked out big time for us. Good. Yeah, but throughout the pandemic, like I was still working every day because I was still in the store every day, like, you know, accepting um, deliveries and showing the customers like on our social media, yeah. like all the new pieces that came in. So we were still in there even though we weren't open because we were closed for like going on four months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. That's, I know, so crazy. I know. That was a wild, wild period of time for sure. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like, did you pivot like what you were bringing in the store? Like We actually, luckily, I didn't have to do a lot of pivoting with what I was bringing in because as you know, anyway, with retail, you order like way in advance. Mm -hmm. So I, like my orders was already ordered and paid for. Right. So I was going to get what I was going to get. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So luckily we had decided to, well, when I say we, I mean like, my team, but really I'm the one making yeah. the decision. But I decided <laughs> to um, bring in like a more relaxed style. Okay. And I wasn't sure how it was going to do because, you know, at this time I wasn't thinking of COVID. Nobody was. Right. Um, so, you know, I had decided to bring in some more relaxed styles. I wasn't sure how I was going to do. But then with COVID hitting and everybody being at home, everyone was you know was looking for a more relaxed style because everyone yeah. was working from home yeah so it actually worked out to my benefit yeah you know what i ordered so i don't i don't want to i don't know if i should call it luck or what no but. i mean the timing is <laughs> yeah. something else because that was something that i saw with a lot of retailers especially like you know the retailers that did like formal wear exactly I mean, they got crushed. and you know what it's so weird because like this that was the year 
where I cut most of the formal like items that we normally would have and we only brought in like a couple like specialty dresses for like New Year's and Christmas but we didn't bring in a lot like we brought in more like casual dresses that people could maybe dress up yeah. and like dress down yeah. so luckily we had that in there because if I had a you know went the other way yeah. like we'd have been done you know what I mean yeah no absolutely so, I was, uh, you know, it was a sinking ship and treading water and trying to, like, make a comeback. Yes. Wild. I know. I saw so, so many retailers that didn't make know, it. It was sad. I know. No, same. And it's like, you know, between the retailers and the restaurants and the salons and exactly. just seeing, like, you know, coming back to life from this and seeing the change in the storefronts, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but... You know, well, here we are. And I know. You survived, so I know. Thank, thank God. goodness. Right now, um, what did I want to ask you? So your store now, like, what do you feel like most of your inventory is? Do you have like a mishmash? Did you start bringing a little bit more formal wear back at this point? We don't really do a lot of formal wear. I mean, we do do some dressy dresses. But I mean, we're in a day and age now where you'll see a lot of women, they'll, they'll have a lot of parties and they're doing dresses and sneakers. Like that's mm -hmm. really popular right now. Mm -hmm. So even though we do have some like dressy dresses that are like with sequins and everything, I mean, people are so happy right now to be out and about, to be, you know, finally getting out. So, I mean, they're dressing up again, I would say. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. That I mean, it, and it's nice because it just kind of gives that little exactly. versatility. Yeah, it makes things feel more normal, too. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, your website, What you want to tell us what your website is and, you know, talk about how easy it is to shop and how everyone should check it out yeah like our website is really growing vampboutique.com of course is really growing i mean we started growing it of course like throughout the pandemic we start putting more and more items up there and you know in the future i hope that we'll put even more items up there um, we don't carry all the same pieces online as in the store. Like online, you'll see like a lot of new styles or a lot of styles that I think that will fit like you know, it's more of an easy fit to the clothing. Yeah. You'll also see like a lot of sales items online that, cause you know, we have a small store, so we don't keep tons of sell items. Once it's on sale, like for, you know, a little short period, we end up just putting it online. Okay. So if you want to shop like sell items, you can go on the website and shop them, Yeah. you know, and some of the pieces in the store are just in-store only pieces too. So it's like a mixture. Like when you look on the website, you, you if you want to get everything, and you live in the area, you need to come online and you need to come in the store because okay. you won't see everything if you don't. Okay. But we do go on like our social media and like maybe like our stories and we'll show like the new pieces like that came in so you can see everything up there. Right. Give you a little heads up as mm -hmm. to what you have going on. Yes. And what's your Instagram handle? Our Instagram is at Vamp Boutique. Okay. And that's also like our Facebook too. Okay. We're not awesome. on Facebook as much, but our Instagram does bounce to our Facebook. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, it's just got to be a lot. Yeah, well I feel like with, you know, honestly in the retail industry, Instagram yeah. is like where yeah, it's Yeah, for at. us, that's what works. Did you guys like dabble in, I know you said your daughter started TikToking. Yeah, she's on TikTok like a lot. Like her TikTok following, I mean, it grew really quickly. Like she was up there for two weeks and she had like 
5,000 followers. She was up yeah. there for like a month and it, it went to 10,000 followers. Yeah. Like hers is growing really quickly. They they love her style. They love, and she does like little lifestyle, little mini blogs up okay. there. So they love to watch her, see what she's up to. That's awesome. Yeah, and in the meantime, see what she's wearing. It's kind of like her, her vibe for the website is not just like a website that sells clothes. It's kind of like a lifestyle okay. for them because they get to see like where she's wearing these items too. You know what she's putting with them. You yeah. know, so it's it's really good. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Like, what is her Instagram handle? And her Instagram hand handle is for the store is Shotley Harvey. Okay. But a lot of people, I mean, she just started that. She didn't have an Instagram handle for it. She just had the TikTok, and that's uh, Lee Harvey. Okay. And she just had, like, she started an Instagram for herself, and that one was um, just Lee Harvey. Mm -hmm. But I think it's underscore Lee Harvey. Well, if you put it in, it'll come up. <laughs> but then, you know, she said, you know, wait a minute. Like, you know, people are starting to come here, ask me about the store. So she started a separate one, you know, because she's real business minded, even though she's like so young. So she started a, you know, separate one for, for the store also. That's awesome. And you can find hers actually on ours because, um, we have like a small little section on our Vamp Boutique like where you can see like the Lee Harvey That's too. what I was gonna say, do you guys co-brand together yeah, a little well, bit? Yeah, I actually, on, on the Lee Harvey one, since it's so new, it's just Lee Harvey. Okay. And she doesn't put anything Vamp Boutique, it's just Lee Harvey. But Vamp Boutique, since you know, we're more established, like we put, you know, some stuff from Lee Harvey on right. our page for people to go over. And a lot of our customers, like, they love those pieces, yeah, too. Yeah, like, we'll go check it out. Yeah, we actually featured, like, two of her items from her website on our um, site, too, you know? Okay. So, and they did well, too. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. How did you come up with Vamp Boutique? Like, what, what about Vamp made you want to name your store? Actually, in the beginning, it was more so, like, because I started out doing high-end consignment, it was more like revamping your wardrobe. Okay. So that's how I came up with Vamp. Okay. It was, it was like, a lot of people always think that I did it because of Cher, like I was a Cher fan. And apparently <laughs> she had some song or album or something like that. But no. Well, you do have a little Cher hair right now. Yeah. With, center, with the center part. <laughs> but no, it was just basically about revamping your wardrobe, like taking, you know, someone else's older pieces and then making it new again. So that's, that's awesome. how I came up with Vamp. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And how about for Lee Harvey? Lee Harvey, like, well, actually, since she was born, like, everyone's always called her Lee. Mm -hmm. So that's what she came up with Lee Harvey for. Because, yeah, because that's just her name. No yeah. one in our family calls her, her, her name is Aaliyah, but no one in her family, like, calls her Aaliyah, everyone calls her Lee. So, right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> take a little piece of herself. Yeah. With that's incredible. Therese, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. And you guys, if you want to know more about the retail business, um, be sure to, you know, you can reach out to Teresa, but more importantly, shop her stores online, vampboutique.com and absskincare.com and check out Lee Harvey as well which is her daughter's line for you know a little bit of the younger generation so it's leeharvey.com and so you have three great new shopping experiences to have so definitely go and check them out
For more stories like this, be sure to pick up your copy of The Street Smart Side of Business. And we'll see you next time.